Hey there, everyone. It is Denise Salcedo. Welcome back to the channel. I am very excited to introduce to you my guest for today. My guest is challenging for the AEW Women's World Championship at AEW Revolution this Sunday. Ladies and gentlemen, La Mera Mera Thunder Rosa. What's up, Thunder? Um, nothing much, man. I'm like I'm mentally getting ready for this. Uh opportunity again this will be my second time going uh to attempting to collect gold uh this time with my arch enemy the pompous i can't stand her ass brit baker dmd whatever her freaking name is yeah Oh, I cannot wait to get into Britt Baker and all of that because you guys have so much history. But before we go ahead and jump into that, I know you were just in L.A. for GCW uh, and you're doing a lot of traveling. I've been, you know, obviously following you for quite some time now and seeing everything that you're doing. Your schedule is so busy left and right. You're all over the place, not only managing your career and your brand, also running a promotion. So with all of that being said, what is the day-to-day -day life like for you, Thunder Rosa? Well, I, honestly, I, I wake up, not today, but usually I wake up around 6.30, 7 in the morning. I'm at the gym by 7.30, 8 in the morning. I get off and then come back home, take care of, like, I, I run my business from home. So uh, it's either doing uh, content creation, um helping Brian to do some of the stuff with, because we run all our merchandise together too for uh, Mission Pro and for ThunderRosa.net. Um, like just just planning for stuff that we're working on. Like we're planning all these events that I'm doing on my own with Mission Pro Wrestling. So it's 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 a lot. And then I have to like balance, you know, being a, a, a wife too. So sometimes I have to take care of things that I have to do for my son. I have to take care of my personal stuff too, because as, as an athlete, as a high performance athlete, I have to make sure I take care of myself when I'm at home. And sometimes I'm only at home for like less than 24 hours. So I have to cramp everything in here and make sure I get it done. So it's it's difficult, honestly. Like a lot of people think and, and they like wish, like, oh my God, I just want to get on the top and um and, and all this, like all this stuff and um and and then when you're on top, you're like, Jesus Christ, how am I going to manage this? So in the last seven months, this is something that I've been um, dealing with in terms of like managing personal business and everything, because everything is all together. It's so wild because I see you and it's literally like, go, go, go. And I've seen you, you know, go to airport rides and you're always, you know, up and energetic and ready to go. And I've, I, you know, we've been on the same flights before and I'm just like, you know, dying. And so seeing you and you're like, well, let's do this. Let's go out there. How do you keep, you know, the motivation? How do you keep up the energy and all of that for so much travel and everything that you do? I mean, this is just, this is just part of being a professional wrestler. And actually my schedule is in comparison to other peers that work in other companies is a lot lighter I mean I choose to have it this way because you know I'm very driven and I can't stay home if they say money thunder is going over there <laughs> like peace bye I'll see you in a few days yeah, I, mean, I have really big goals like um like I said like in the last seven months like my life has changed completely and now I've been able to provide for my family something that I never even dream of um I'm like now able to fly my parent my, my dad and my sister to come and see me at one of the shows which I probably would have never thought I would be able to you know afford I live in a in a house now, and I used to live in an apartment with roommates forever. I had a little to no privacy when I was growing up, so this is a big change. So, and being able to maintain and work on something that I know I can do, like it, that's my my drive force, 
And, um, you know, yeah, yeah, a lot of the times I'm tired and everything, but it's just like, I'm like surrounded by, um, uh, you know, pictures and stuff of all the stuff that I've gone through. So I'm like, this is, this, it is a good life. I ha I'm able to enjoy it. I'm able to like now smell and breathe the, ro smell the roses and like, I like it. And, and then when I come home, I'm like, I'm home. So it's, it's, it's now, it's that way I'm doing what I'm doing. And you, you know, you've had such a long journey. You've had a lot of work that you had to do. And like you mentioned, just because you did all of this work to get up into this point right now, that doesn't mean that the work is necessarily over. Uh, so with all of that being said, do you feel that right now you're living the dream that you've kind of always wanted to? I mean, yes and no, because there's always a lot more that you can do. But in, in a way, yes, because... Um... I, I mean, I have everything that I've written in, in my in my magic book has been accomplished. There's a couple of things that I want to do still um, and uh, personally. But now it's like, I guess, like the things that I want to do are more like adventurous and more of a personal journey. Like I really want to do some traveling to Spain and do this uh, pilgrimage to like really like thank God in life for like the life that I've been able to live in the last 35 to 30, I'm going to turn 36 this year and um and just to see what else is going to be or what craziness I'm going to get into in the next couple of years right so um yeah I want to do stuff like that I want to do, do stuff that are like that you can't really buy with money but you have to experience yourself uh, in, in in just like and I can't really take pictures of it that's the one the kind of things that I want to start doing more than partying more than buying expensive stuff I'm not a materialistic person so uh, I'm very like, uh, I mean, you know me. In a yes, yes. <laughs> pretty frugal. So uh, those are the kind of memories that I want to start building and I want to build with my family and my son. And, um, and I'm really excited because I know I'm going to do it. And I think those are definitely the things that when you look back in your life, you're like, yeah, I really, like, you're not going to ever remember the one thing that you bought. You're going to remember your trip to Spain, your trip to here, your trip to there and all of that good stuff. So obviously something that you definitely remember that I kind of want to go ahead and start talking about. Uh, so obviously you're going in for the title. AEW Women's World Championship and we kind of briefly mentioned your history with Britt Baker and everything that both of you guys have done so let's go ahead and rewind back to the lights out match because it was during that match that you know kind of changed a lot of things it went down as one of the biggest moments in AEW history so that brings me to my question for you now that we're about a year removed away from that match how significant was that particular match in your career? Would you say it was the most important match for you? I have had other matches that have defined the moments in my career. I think at that point, that match defined the moment that I needed because I um, capturing the NWA Women's Title a year before that was what catapulted me to to be in an AEW and having a, a shot at uh, at the championship at, at All Out with Sheeta. But that match in particular, I think, um, was the one who people were like, oh, my God, Thunder Rosa can actually wrestle. Thunder Rosa can, like, she, we've seen her, but this is, like, there's levels of things that you can do. And I think uh, that's the match that people will remember a lot, which I'm really grateful to at the same time. But I think um, it was important for both of us because our careers went in different ways. As she mentioned on the... Um, on that contract signing that the only the only people that were talking about was her 
Of course, they were talking about her. She was assigned talent. I was not assigned talent. So there's a huge difference in where how our careers went in different ways. But you know, I don't, I don't hang on to one thing. I'm, you know, I'm always seeking for the next thrill. I'm seeking to for the next big thing. And I've been doing that ever since. Every single match that I've had, I have elevated my opponent in one way or another. It doesn't have to be necessarily me being completely violent. I can get very violent. You know, I have no problem. It's just like I've been able for the last year, not only to show that I'm I'm a great athlete, but also that I am not afraid of absolutely anybody. Then I'm always ready. And um, and like everybody can tell you, I have shown an AEW that I'm a workhorse of that women's division. I have not stopped working ever since I, I you know, I captured the, the win that didn't count, which it doesn't matter. It's still like it counted for a lot of people that believed in, um, and I said it after the match, um, that they believe that they never belong somewhere and that they, they took it and run away with it when people told them no. And that's exactly what I did. Cause the whole entire time before I got signed, so many people online and like comments and stuff, they told me that I didn't belong there. And right then and there, it didn't show that I belong at AEW. I showed that I belong in the business, which is the most important part. And I earned so much respect from so many other people that I never thought I did. And I would. And uh, like I said, I I continue to work to, towards uh, becoming a uh, a better athlete and also to become an, uh, an example for the women inside and outside of, uh, of All Elite Wrestling. Now, there's so much that I want to touch on on that because I feel like we can spiral off different topics. But I do have to ask you because, you know, you mentioned all of the comments that you were getting where people say like, oh, Thunder Rosa doesn't belong here, et cetera, et cetera. And you also mentioned the fact that Britt's career went one way. Obviously, she won the title and yours kind of went a different way. But with that being said, you know, from a fan's perspective and someone that watches and follows the product and talks to the fans and all of that, one of the major things is that like Britt went off and did, you know, her run as women's champion. But even with all of that, even through all of the different people that she worked with, all of the different opponents that she had, the fans knew that at the end of the day, the person that they not only wanted to see, but the person that should be challenging for that bout from Britt is you. So I know that you're now seeing or you're possibly seeing, you know, the difference now with how fans are reacting to you and your work. How does it make you feel now to, you know, to see that the fans, they have your back and they're like, hey, like we want to see Thunder Rosa, uh, you know, challenge Britt Baker for the championship. And we want to see her win that championship. I think what her fans have seen is like, um, I'm going to take it back to like the the story of the, not the story of the American dream, but the, the, the idea of the American dream. I live the American dream. Everything that I have, like you see all this stuff that I have is because I have worked my ass off for it. Nothing, absolutely nothing has to be handed to me. Nothing. And they know, and it's, I get so emotional because in LA, having girls that look like me, uh, the brown girls and like all, all types of girls that come and they say, I follow wrestling because you make me follow wrestling. You make me believe in wrestling. It's 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 so important and it's so important that people know that I'm real and that what I'm doing is because I'm not doing just because I want to get a title or just because I want to get a paper saying my name, Thunder Rosa, that she's the best in the world. No, they know I'm doing this because I believe in this and because I believe in change. And um, and even though like a lot of the times I'm not on the spotlight or on the big shows, being in like elevation and dark and the, and, and the people like is 
it's crazy. I still can't believe it. Like every time I come out and like people go nuts and I'm just like, oh, is this me? Is this happening for me? And it is happening for me. Again, it's because they see how real Thunder Rosa is and how she she works for what she wants and she believes in what she in, in, in what she's working for. Right. So um I think that's a that can make anybody uh, a little scared and a little afraid because you can be under the spotlight, you can have all the accolades and you can have everything, but sometimes you can't have that emotional connection that other people have. And that's what makes your opponent dangerous because that you start getting people's in people's heads. It's like, what is this that person has? She has nothing. Like she's, she's just a song. That's, that's the, why, the reason why people get so pumped up. No, it's not a song. I'm a whole vibe, bitch. A whole fucking vibe. And if you don't believe it, every single city I go to, it doesn't matter who is in there, like what the demographics are in that city, Thunder Rosa comes and they feel the thunder. It's like 100%. You felt it when I was in LA. 100%. And I felt it at different stages. I've, you know, I've seen it at Mission Pro. I just saw it just, what, two nights ago over at GC or last night at GCW. And it was like the second you walked in, it was just like this eruption. And throughout your entire match, people were hanging on to every move that you did, uh, everything that your opponent did, etc. And obviously on the big stage on AEW, I've seen it there too. So it's one of those things where, uh, you know, personally, I feel that you connect with people because I, I, I feel like you wear your heart on your sleeve, that sort of thing. And so it makes people connect with you because regardless of what people's backgrounds are, they connect with you. And in some form or fashion, people connect with you. Yeah, I mean, that my story is a very, uh, it's not a cookie cutter story. Like I don't come from, from money. I don't come from, you know, wrestling. I don't have... Uh, a boyfriend or a husband that was in the business. It was like everything comes from me finding wrestling as, as a safe haven, you know, and like something that it was, it was written in my history that I didn't know. And um, and the fact that I became successful in it is 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 incredible because like all the odds were against me, my age, my my uh, my racial background. Um, uh, the way that I talk, uh, the way that I, my, my personal beliefs, because I'm very progressive. So a lot of the stuff are, are, are not necessarily like very liked in the professional wrestling business probably like 10 years ago. Um, but uh, I'm, I whistle my way in like community. And, um, and I'm here right now talking to you about, you know, one of the biggest stages in the world, which is going to be a revolution. And um and I'm really proud because I've been in so many pay-per-views in the last year as an unsigned and signed talent. That just tells you the caliber of talent that I bring into into uh, AEW and just in general in professional wrestling. So I'm very, very proud of that. And, uh, and like I said, um, like I said, people can say whatever they want and they can try to put me down and they can try to erase what I have, what I hope create because, you know, People don't wrestle by themselves. They, they need somebody to create that. And like for me, uh, I take it as, as a compliment because I know that just like like a lot of people ask probably ask her about the Lights Out match, it's like she's never going to be able to get rid of me. She likes it or not. I win or lose. My name is still there. People are still going to talk, talk to her about the Lights Out match and how I changed her career. You know, and guess what? Thunder Rosa was in there. So yes, my name might not be on your on your award, but I damn help you to get where you were. And you know, 
it's it's uh, people always make it about themselves i didn't make it about me after that happened i make it about every single person that was with me like i call them the thunder armies those that have you know that were in the past with me and no longer are in this world and the ones that are here they continue to follow me from day one until now and they are just coming in numbers and i like i said i am more than humble every time i go to every single different city in a bigger stage or a small stage and hear their stories little girls little guys you know older older men talking to me about how their moms love the wrestling because of me and like women just in general in different ages it's very powerful it is definitely powerful and that's the cool thing that i think that no matter what you can always like carry that with you so i do want to ask you because you know we're talking about this lights out match i want to ask you uh how do you feel the growth of the AEW women's division has been since that match because not only did it elevate both you and Britt baker but it also i think shined a light on what women can do and what women can do in the ring etc so how do you feel about that um I'm very thankful that I was the one one of the people chosen to do something like this. I honestly never thought that it will have the impact that I have had uh, in not only AEW women's division, just in women's wrestling in general. I feel like that genre of wrestling has existed for a long time. And there's many women that have been part of it. Like one of the comes the one that comes to my mind is Lufisto. She did a lot of hardcore matches, and I don't feel like because she wasn't at a big stage, she got the recognition that she deserved because she's gone through hell and back to like, you know, have women's wrestling here. And there's so many other women in Japan. Like I, I've been studying a lot of those matches from like the nineties and the eighties. Like these women have been like doing it for a long time, but it just happened that I think the public was ready to see something like this in a mainstream, in a mainstream uh, place. And uh, we were able to deliver. Uh, and I know that because of that, a lot of the girls, and the women, girls, the women in AEW felt that uh, now we this is the time for them to to showcase a lot more that they can do. I mean, we can talk about another match that happened just uh, on uh, New Year's Eve with uh, Bunny and Penelope and um, and Tay and Anna Jay. They did a, a street match and that was pretty violent and bloody. Um, so, and, and, and like the risk that now we're taking, you see a lot of more DQ matches, a lot more of like street matches in, in AEW and people like, it's kind of weird. Cause like now everybody's like, every time they see me, it's like, are you going to bring a table? Are you going to bring a chair with trash can? And I'm like, this is just a special occasion. So me calm down. Yeah. So, uh, just because I did it doesn't mean, doesn't mean that I'm going to do them all the time. I, I feel like it has to be a very, a special occasion and it has to tell really tell a story for me to like if i'm gonna pull something like that it has to mean something uh, if i'm like although like for i break kayfabe a lot but some of the times it's like psychology is so important to me and good storytelling i think that's one of the things that i i pride myself in when i wrestle men and women you know the build-up of the story is so important for people to be drawn to it and um and i think um we are like demanding more stories for ourselves that we are that we're ready to work and and we want to put the work in and and that's the that's the 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 stuff that i hear a lot in the locker room at aw like we are all ready to work we're all ready to like um make each other look good and then we're all ready to 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 be part of the change of 2022 and you can feel it like you can feel like the onboarding of that change and i remember like even like immediately after that match you know i do a post show 
everybody was just like in such a good mood because I think that's what your guys' match did. Like not only did it change things for women's wrestling, but I think that it also made just the fans, regardless of gender, feel good. And like everybody wanted to talk about it and all of that. So here's the thing that I do want to talk about because I think this is a important thing to talk about. And we mentioned the fact that you were not signed with AEW during that match. And it wasn't until months later that, you know, your contract with and your contract got bought out. Tony Khan bought out your NWA contract. And from there, you were brought into AEW full time. Now, I have not heard of anybody else getting their contract bought off by Tony Khan. You are the only person that I know of. So with that being said, how does it make you feel that somebody said, especially somebody that owns a promotion and all of this, somebody like Tony Khan to say, hey, I'm going to buy her contract out because I want her in my company, in my promotion. How does that make you feel? Um, well, that just tells you that he believes in what I what I stand for, you know, and what I bring to the table. I mean, so many, so many women come through as as extras and so many other women that are, you know, have been released from WWE or whatever have have, you know, are, can they have the opportunity to be signed. I wasn't a very particular uh you know, predicament. And he saw what I, what I was all about. And, and I think he, from moment one, he saw the talent that I was, that I display and, and that I was hungry and I was ready to work with that match with Serena. After I had that match with Serena, she got signed and I'm just like, damn, like this is going to be, that's going to be the, how it's going to go. Cause I'm not being able to go, you know, like the, the always the bridesmaid, never the bride type of thing. I know, right. So, um, yeah, it was, I honestly, I honestly thought I was going to like let my contract run out and then we were going to see from there. But I think, I think he saw the potential that Thunder Rosa brought to any company. If you give, give her the, the airtime and, and, and the right stories. Right. Um, I, I was very uh, humbled when, when that happened. And when I received that email that, you know, I was, they were offering a contract for AEW. Um, I prayed many, many nights for that to happen, but I didn't think it was going to happen around my birthday. So, um, it's, again, because of that reason, I worked so hard because I could be complacent and, you know, do half-ass matches and just, like, not work on myself. But because of that reason, because of how things have, have happened for me, it's continued to be a motiva motivation for me to become a better, a better athlete and a better women's wrestler everywhere I go. Um, I think um, I, maybe it's I put too much pressure on myself, but I think if I don't do that, I, it, it just like, it makes a, a disservice to what have, has happened to me because there's a lot more younger people in the roster that can move a lot faster, that can, you know, they have a lot more time on their hands. And I don't, I am, I'm about to be 36. Um, my body hurts a lot when I wrestle because I'm pretty physical and um, I want to make sure that whatever time I have left in the ring it's gonna be at my peak every year I'm like getting better and better and better that's I want to be like the Serena Williams of professional wrestling you know the older she gets the better she gets because that's what we do because like we've been working our whole lives to achieve something and she's been like she worked since she was a little girl and I worked as when I was 14 to achieve like my dreams and I haven't stopped working. So um, 
we're going to do this until the wheels fall off. And um, I'm going to, you know, be there and try to in every single aspect, not only in the ring, but in every aspect that I'm allowed to, I will bring what I have to the women's division. So with that being said, let's say you win the title, you become AW women's world champion. What do you think fans? Well, first of all, what would it mean to you to win the title? And how, what do you think fans can expect from a women's division where Thunder Rosa is the face of that division? I feel that when I win the title, like I, I always cry, even when I'm a heel, like I'm the worst heel, but because <laughs> like yeah, I get very emotional because of what it really means. Yeah. But I'm not a heel. I'm like, what are, which is weird because I'm like, you know, how spicy and not yeah. giving person I am sometimes. Um, a baby face and everybody it just sometimes like do you know you'd say some stupid stuff and then i know we still love you um i think when when that happens i, I don't know if you remember when uh um eddie Guerrero won the championship at yes California. i feel like it's gonna be very similar to that or even bigger because this when was the last time i want to like i really put this question when was the last time that a mexican-born wrestler wins a major title in a major company. Just imagine, exactly. you know, and it's not only about being a Mexican, being a Latina. When is the last time that a Latina that not only represent his like Mexicanas, but it represents so many other countries. I cannot tell you how many different Nicaraguenses, Costa Ricans, Cubans, Puerto Ricans, like they step on my table and say, you represent me. And that's huge. So just imagine when I am on my knees, holding this thing, probably shaking after having a badass match. How many people are going to be crying at their homes with me of happiness? Because this is not only an achievement for Thunder Rosa and the Cervantes family. This is an achievement for so many people of color that struggle every single day in their own way to leave their dreams. And they finally achieve them like the major one, right? It's like when your kid go to college and he, get, he graduates and you work yeah. on yeah it's just it's kind of like the same thing that will be my graduation from community college which was nwa now into a major for for league university right so uh i'm seeing it as that because like, i remember when i got i graduated from uc berkeley i was a major cornerstone in my life but this is like another type of like another side of my career this will be a major cornerstone for my family for for everything and like and now my son can see it and be like wow like my mom came from nothing. He came from nothing too. When before I, you know, uh, adopted him, um, and struggling to like find money to buy food for their family. The same thing with me. I was working two jobs when I was fifteen to feed my family because my parents lost their jobs. So it's like that's the kind of stuff. And I'm like in a major, major stage with a big title. This is huge. It's, it just means more than. Like I said, the fame, the accolades, it means more than anything else. It's just, I i don't know. It's going to be pretty major for me and for everybody else that has been with me in this journey. And my second part to that question was, how do you think the women's division will be with, with you as like, as the face of that division? Oh, they get ready, ladies. <laughs> some of the matches that I have envisioned and some of the things that I would love to do. Uh, you know, when I was an NWA champion, I was a fighting champion. Like I went out everywhere. I defended that thing during COVID times. I found a way to make it relevant. And I want the AW women's division to be uh, kind of like, just like Kenny Omega was doing. I would love to do something like that. 
I, I think we haven't had a champion like that. And I think I have what it takes to be that. I have the grit. I have the, the determination. I have the consistency. Um, like I said, everything is developing with Tanda Rosa. Like a lot of people uh, criticize me because they say I can't cut promos. You guys haven't seen the promos that I have cut because like on TV, things get edited and things change. I've been working so hard at my English too and my, uh, my dictation and, and, and my uh, how smart I sound. I'm not cursing as much in Spanish. I can really, really, when my time comes, if, if like I said, when the, in the sign of when I, when I become a champion, like I want you guys to see it. And, and like I said, it can be a coin toss too. So I'm prepared for everything. I'm prepared for success and I'm prepared for failure because failure will prepare me for what the bigger thing is. But if, if, if I'm, but I know I'm not going to fail, but if that happens, believe me, this is not the last thing that you've seen of Thunder Rosa in or outside of the ring. It's just like, I'm always ready to win, but I'm also prepared for the, the unknown. And I want people to understand that it's so important. You know, and I can't, I, all this, all this interview, I could have shed on Britt Baker and like, yeah, whatever. Like she can say whatever she wants. Like, I'm not worried about her. I like, that's my, the last of my, my thoughts right now. My thought is when I achieve this, how am I going to make the division completely different? What, what is the difference that I'm going to make when I am become a leader of a locker room? You know, a real leader. That's what I'm, I've been working on for the last two years. How to become a real leader that that leads with with passion, with compassion, that is is ready to take on challenges, that is ready to build other people up, that is ready to um, um, represent. This, I think this is the most important part: represent others instead of just representing me as a doctor, as a this, as whatever. I am ready to represent the people, and like, I so many fans like they're funny. They call me the people's champ. I love that. Yes. Yes. Now you just got to do the eyebrow. (laughs) And I am the people's champ. Like, I'm serious. Is that is that trademark? Because if it's not trademark, I'm probably going to start using it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So, okay. So I just have two more questions for you. Okay. Uh, I'm going to segue into uh, Mission Pro because a lot of people they, there's a lot of people that are always, you know, talking about how they're going to change the business, but then, you know, people, people don't always do something right. But you're not only talking about the ch- changing the business, you're doing something about it, you know, with mission pro and all of that. So I do want to ask you, you know, why do you do it? Like, why do you go out and you put, you know, you put all of this work into the company yourself and your team and your husband and everybody that helps you guys out with that? I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, I, I'm like, sometimes I'm, I'm like, why am I doing this for? Like, is there something, but I remember like my media guy and I, um, like my, my editor, we're like always getting into arguments and like, you know, Brian, Brian and I, my Brian is my husband. Brian Rosa is my husband. Him and I, we've been running shows, independent shows for six over six years now. We started with one. It didn't work out. So we use all the stuff that didn't work out to make it work on, on mission pro wrestling. And it was, the right time at the very wrong place with, you know, the whole COVID situation and everything where we made it work. But the difference is with, with what we do in, in other women's promotions is that we put um, our, our money where our, what is that saying? Your money, my money, your money where your mouth is. Yes, exactly. That's what, what we have done in the last two years. We have been able to develop or help develop some talent. And like some of the talent that has worked with us, they work in AEW, they have worked in NWA, they have worked, you know, in, in other companies. And it's because we believe in them. And when we see something, I, I have an eye for talent, like real talent. And then when they are willing to work 
we invest in them. And I think that's what one thing that people didn't really do with me because I have to find a way to do it for myself. But I see uh, we're very given because of our social work background. Like sometimes I'm like, why am I doing this? But um, but we want to train and we want to create another mentality in where um, we actually help each other out instead of tearing each other apart. And that's what I, when I first started in the business, that's a lot of what it was happening with me. Like I was, you know, outcasted. I, people didn't want to help me. People didn't like me. People distrusted me for some reason. I don't know. Um, people doubted me and like, I have to find my own journey and I have to find my own way. And then when I felt that nobody was giving me a chance and I had a little bit of money, I said, I'm just going to do something that is going to change it. That is going to change the perspective of what women can do in, in this business. And, um, and we did, and Mission Pro has been running almost two years, very successfully. Um, I can tell you that, you know, I'm not, we're not rich, but I'm not losing money because, Everything we're investing, we're investing it back to the talent and they see that. So they are very, very helpful. And all the sponsors, like we wouldn't be here if we didn't have sponsors, honestly. Like sponsorship has been critical for, for the survival of Mission Pro. Women's wrestling is not cheap, first of all. And and I mean you you you've been in the house, like it's it's a house, it's like a sorority house. We all stay in the house for the weekend. Everybody gets fed a little or as much as we can offer, but it's like we take care of the talent and and like you go to other promotions and you're on your own. But in this one, I want people to like when they're there, like they can train, they can talk if they're interested in doing something else that is not wrestling. It's welcome. And now this year, um, we're investing a little bit more in our presentation. Presentation is number one for anything, right? And um, we're we're moving into like really teaching the girls how to use cameras, cut promos sell themselves because that's what makes a difference and like now for in independent talent is becoming a lot harder to get to get booked in major companies because the talent that is being released it you're competing with talent that has been on tv so who are they going to choose you or the talent that was signed so it's like educating educating everyone it's education is power education was power for me when i went to uc berkeley and like how he opened my eyes to the American culture. Cause I was, I was born and raised in Mexico. And the only thing I knew was like Mexican culture, but coming to a place in where everything changes in, 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 in your mind expands. I was like, wow. So this is what American really, America really like. And that's what I'm trying to teach the girls. This is what women's wrestling could be if you make it that way. But it's just like, it's just, hopefully they are, uh, receptive to what we're trying to teach and it's like like I said it's my family is my my team and we're bringing people that have knowledge and different aspects and that's what we're trying to bring and once like you know borders are starting opening up a little bit more there's bigger things that we want to work on in terms of like some of the money that we can invest for some of this talent that have worked very very hard in the last year and then we know that they have the talent but they don't have necessarily the means or somebody to like push them that's what we're trying to do and again for me, traveling to Japan, Canada, England, and doing all these tours, Mexico, and doing all this on my own dime, it make a huge difference on how I am an athlete in the ring because I can work any style with anyone, men, women, transgender, it doesn't matter. I will work with anybody and we'll mesh and we'll have a great match. And I would like for those who are my, my mentees to be in the same training that I, I was. Men and women. I have men and women. I've been taking people under, my, under our wing and like... I'm telling you, the Cervantes family. This house is all right. Yes. We train in our we train we train in our garage. So uh, 
it doesn't stop. I love it. And that's the thing, like, you know, hearing you say this from, you know, somebody that's gotten a firsthand experience. Uh, I, you know, I've done a couple of shows now with Mission Pro, but from like the first one that I did to the to the last one that I did, like immediately, like just within those couple of shows, I saw like this massive amount of like changes that were being done. Like you mentioned the presentation, like one day I show up and there's like all this stuff going on and I'm like, all right, like this is cool. Uh, awesome. You know, so like it is really great to, you know, see all of that. So Thunder, my last question for you is, you know, we just started this year we're you know about to wrap up the second month going into you know march uh in terms of uh goals for 2022 like, march yeah oh tomorrow is march <laughs> tomorrow it's crazy oh um you know in terms of goals uh for you for mission pro whatever it may be uh what do you plan for this year or what do you hope happens this year i want to become a champion i think uh number one it's i want to become a champion um, I have worked tirelessly to be a champion. Um, I don't think, I don't think there's a woman in, in any company that worked just as hard as I do to, again, to, to demonstrate why they should respect us and why we deserve a spot. Um, and that's not my number one. I, I want I want to do that. I want to achieve that. And it's going to happen on Sunday. So let's um, do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another goal that I want to do this year is definitely, um, like I said, really have Mission Pro as, 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 a, as a company where we create talent, not just an indie in, independent show. We really want to be that that creates and helps develop talent in a way that has never been done before. Um, there's so many opportunities to do stuff. And, um, and I feel like we have, uh, we are in a particular place in where we, we will be able to do that. I'm still working the details on how to do it, uh, but it will happen. Um, Mental health is a, you know, it's so important to be like, okay, here, because you can be super successful, but it's just like, you're crumbling down and just, it just trickles down to everything you're trying to do. So just want to be okay. And I just want to feel normal and, uh, and I want to be happy. I think um, that's the most important part because I can have all the money, all the fame, everything else. But if I'm not happy with that, it doesn't matter. And I like in the last couple of weeks, I've been, I've been doing a lot of work on myself and I've been experiencing a lot of happiness when I come home, when I'm at work, when I'm in the ring, when I'm like saying hi to my fans. Like I want to have that. I don't want to be, I don't want to be an a-hole. Because I'm always tired and I'm like yeah. 50,000 people asking for an autograph. So um, I just want to have that. And, and, and that's and I'm going to be I'm going to be OK. But those are the main goals. I haven't checked on my books. I have a couple books and I have a couple of other goals, but they're like very personal, financial and you know, spiritual. Of course. Of course. Yeah, we all have those. We all have those. Well, yeah. Thunder, like I swear, it was so awesome to chat with you. I know I took up much more of your time than I than I, you were probably expecting, but I really do appreciate you and everything that you do. Uh, last and final thing, if you want to plug anything, feel free to do so. Um, yes, we have. If you guys don't know, this Sunday, I have a humongous match in uh, AEW and Revolution. Uh, that will be, you can get the pay-per-view on and uh, uh Drago just opened the door. I'm like, there's like, ghosts. oh, uh, Brian says hi. He's just really like doing this. Um, and uh, Bleach Report, right? Bleach Report. Yes, Bleach Report, yes. Bleach Report, yeah. I just want to make sure I said it right. 
And also, Denise is going to be admission for wrestling on, on March 5th in Conroe, Texas. I won't be there, but I will be there in spirit. Um, so those are the bigger things. And just don't forget to, um, if you are going to be in the Orlando area, we have a lot of activities for you guys. We have the Heels Party, if you're part of the Heels uh, group. I'm probably going to be there and hanging out with you guys, all the women that are, there are fans that are like the ones that I, I, I go for all the time. I want more uh, female fans and, in professional wrestling. Then and there's also a concert that Rokas is going to have, and he's opening up the concert with a Thunder Rosa song, Blood and Glory. So I might do a cameo there. I don't know. We'll see. And um, yeah, don't forget to watch my, my vlogs, I have a vlog on YouTube on, on, on Saturdays and my tackle vlog on Tuesdays. And I also, you can watch everything on, if you're a patron of mine way before and unedited and uncut, I have a lot of cool stuff there. So yeah, I think that's pretty much it. And don't forget to watch AW this Wednesday, this Monday and Tuesday on YouTube and um, Rampage on TNT, Wednesday is on TVS and then the, the show on uh, on Sunday, which again, I want to thank all the fans and I want to thank uh, 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 first and foremost, AW for giving me this opportunity again. I think um, I will not let you guys down. You guys are going to see a very, very, very violent Thunder Rosa once more because it's been awoken again and it started this Saturday. So <laughs> I can't wait for that. All of the links for all of everything that Thunder Rosa just mentioned will be in the description box below. But other than that, I thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you, Thunder Rosa. We'll see you guys next time. Bye, everybody.